Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Um, you know, you're a business person, Alec. You're, you're, am I? Yeah, you're an entertainment mogul. I wish I was. That would be tight. <laughs> I kind of... I went to, I went to like, my friend's uh, Christmas party um, a few days ago, and my mom told my sister that I was going to a Christmas party, and she said, oh, I bet he's going to P. Diddy's party. And then I was like... <laughs> Why would she think I would be invited to that? <laughs> but then I told her that I was. But I, if I was a, a business mogul, I, I bet you that would be a party I would have been invited to. <laughs> I think you deserve to be there. P. Well, Diddy. You should tell him. Uh, you, <laughs> Maybe I'll be there for his next one. He, <laughs> wouldn't, he wouldn't know me at all. <laughs> um, wait, are we filming though? That, oh, we're already going. Okay, all right, sick. We're all, all right, never here. mind. <laughs> um, Hello, beautiful human. We got a Dan here. Hello. Hey. Hey. And we have Alec Benjamin back in the studio. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for bringing your energy back into this room. Um, thanks for uh, inviting my energy back into this room. You're how you're, close does this microphone need to be to my face? You're good. good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Thanks. By the way, your energy is always welcomed in my zone. And uh, getting seeing you at a show, or getting a text from you, or you coming here, whatever it may be, any. Any smidge of your music, even when I listen to my car, just as a fan. Thank you. Your energy is always deeply appreciated. Oh, thanks. And it really, it brightens my well, mood. Well, wait, I got you. Uh, <laughs> you saw it when I walked in, so I won't, I won't pretend that you didn't already see it. <laughs> you got it. You, you brought us another gift. By the um, way, I, but I, I, I brought, this is for you guys. It's you. for the holidays. And there's a card in there for you as oh, well. Ollie, can you, can, um, yeah. can you grab that for me? Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, can I can I open it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Oh, awesome, awesome. By the way, I did tell everybody that in return I will gift you one of our knickknacks because Dan wants that gone. I'm really nervous because I like really want to say like funny stuff and be entertaining, but I'm like, thank I'm, you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. It's for you guys. Oh, um, you really went all out. And there's a card. You're very kind. I, I, by the way, I have a coupon from the last visit of yours where you... you oh, I made you one. Yeah. What was it for again? I can't remember. I believe the coupon was for a gift. Okay, well, that's it. There it is. I'm going to need the coupon back from you now. <laughs> you reused those coupons? Um, did uh, wait, did you already give it to me for... Wait, I'm confused. What do you mean? Wait, did you write a Did you write something in that card? Oh, I did. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we're opening it up. Let's read it. Oh, okay. Happy holidays. Oh, that's a nice ornament. Exclamation point. Um, oh wow, this is really nice. You, oh yeah, that was a serious one. Yeah. You could read it if you want, but only if you want me to. Yeah, right? sure. Thank you for supporting me and believing me. Believing no, in me, believing not believing in me. me. <laughs> 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 it's very nice. It's good that I'm here. That actually, while you read it, because it would you would have thought it was I was saying something completely different. Uh, thank you for supporting me and believing in me yes. when nobody else did. I love you very much and hope you have a wonderful holiday. Love, Alec Benjamin. Aww. Let's go. Aww. Hey, it wasn't meant to be read on camera, but now you guys know that uh, I'm a sweetheart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I love you too very, 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 very much. And um, I really am very appreciative of you taking the time here. And yeah, honestly, man, like your life has been wild over the last couple of years since the first visit to this show. Mm -hmm. It's been a wild ride. And you know, the coolest, most rewarding part of all of that is getting to share your music with fans. I love when people come up to me and they go, I loved your Alec Benjamin interview. And then we have um, the opportunity to then connect on your records and talk about your music and talk about the stories you tell. And when I tell you that those fans range from a, a random human at the grocery store cool. to like, I was in Vegas, and I just happened to run into a guy by the name of Terry Fader. He was the first guy who won America's Got Talent. He also signed the largest contract in Vegas history. He mm -hmm. sings as puppets. Okay. The guy freaked Oh, I know that guy. He freaked out. I don't know out. him personally, but I know, I know of him. He's very talented. Inc yes. Really incredible. He freaked out over me because of you. Oh, amazing. And all we did for like an hour and a half was talk about your music. Well, thank you for thank you for that. And I know a lot of people have discovered my music through like the interview that I did here and it means a lot to me. And also it's it's fun not funny, but it's interesting timing cuz I think the that was when I put it was like I had just put out Let Me Down Slowly but no other songs, mm -hmm. I think. And then um my album 
was like sort of like just finishing i was just finishing up my album and now i'm in sort of the same position well it was a mixtape right so this next thing is gonna be my debut album um but uh i'm in like it's like the same timing you know i just put out like the first song off of this next sort of like batch of music so it's like i don't know it's weird it's like yes it's not weird i'm happy to be here it's nice to come here and talk (laughs) about my music why Um, is why is mind is a prison why is that the first story to kind of start the flurry of the rest of the stories to kind of set off the album. But wait, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to be like. I want. I wanted to hear the rest of your story. I didn't mean to be like. I didn't mean to be like. Okay, now I want to talk about my music. I was just like. I just thought the timing. Like, I'm not like media trained or anything. You know what I mean? I wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't like the point of that. I wasn't like. I wasn't trying to like. Okay. You know, um, but I. Yes, I just wanted. To, I just thought it was. I just remembered that. Make it a little bit colder in here. For some reason, I'm sweating. Okay. Well, by the way, it's your look. To be honest uh, with you. It's, oh, right now. Oh, it's this, this fresh look you got going this on. Striped t-shirt. Yeah. Or, or long sleeve. And your very Thank cool you. rolled up pants. Um, I called my friend, uh, Caitlin, who is very stylish. Before I got here this morning, and I said, I was like in my underwear. I was like, I have nothing to wear. What should I do? And she's like, let me go go through your closet with you. And we went through all of my stuff. And she was like, that's what you should wear. <laughs> all right. Who is so, your friend, Caitlin? Is she a... She's just like, she's a friend. And when I need uh, help figuring out what to wear, she helps me do that. Who told you to roll your pants? She did. Wow. Yeah. She's responsible for this she's iconic look. Exactly. Are yeah. You, are you still living at your mom and dad's house? I am. So They're she... trying to get me out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'll... I'll be there for a little bit, a little while longer, you know, it's like, I like, especially after tour, it's nice to come home to my parents and, uh, you know, I like, like being around my mom and dad. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not, you don't get to have your parents forever. So the time I can spend with them now is nice. And, um, yeah, I spend a lot of time away. So when I come home, it's nice to have food in the refrigerator, which is a real reason why I'm still at home. (laughs) (laughs) And they do love having you. I went to the grocery store um when i i was living on my own actually with a roommate um when i was still in college and uh i walked into the grocery store and i was like it's crazy but i have no idea what to buy like i don't even know where to start (laughs) so (laughs) is that like a i don't know if that's a sign of massive success because like oprah doesn't really go to the grocery store oh no that was just a sign of me like having lived at home and then going to college and just like (laughs) not ever having like cooked anything or bought food but so isn't that the whole thing about like even moving out of your house for the first time you realize like there's so much that you need that you just don't even think about towels yes like bath mats for your bathroom toilet paper paper towels there's a lot of stuff dryer sheets um there's that too. These are all things that I've that I've learned that that you need. By the <laughs> so. Way, so I hope you're okay with this. You've sent me a lot of music of yours over the last- yeah, but a lot of it is not going to be on the album. Great. <laughs> so some of it won't be on the album. Wait, I wrote a lot of new songs in the last few months that will probably be on the album, but I'm still figuring it out. But it's like a yeah, I don't know. It's definitely been a weird process. I thought it was going to get easier, like, making songs and putting music out after the first time I did it, and it didn't. So, Why? Why? Um, I don't What's know. What's harder about it today than it was before? Well, there's a—I think, like, mentally, I went through some ups and downs, um, and um, just, like, adjusting to being on the road and stuff like that is kind of difficult. So, um, writing songs—before I was writing songs and— that was all I was doing, and then I was, you know, touring, and um, with that comes all the travel and airplanes and things, and then in between all the touring and stuff, you're trying to make new music, um, and uh, also you don't have as many life experiences, out, or you don't have so many life experiences outside of just sitting in an airport, you know, or like in the back of a tour bus, and so it's hard to come up with things to write about, um, and uh, I, when I spend a lot of time by myself, uh, sometimes I th- just think a lot and then, you know, I end up in a bad place because of that, you know, like when I spend too much time alone. Which is Mind is a Prison. Yeah, that's why I wrote that song. Zach Sancho. Yo, beautiful human. I got to talk to you about ASU. If you're considering going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? 
If you answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For more information, text Zach to 35517. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates. And why 87% of ASU grads really are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. If you want to learn more, just uh, text Zach to 35517. More information on the ASU online degrees, just text Zach, Z-A-C-H, to 35517. Zach Sancho. Are you spending too much time on the road alone? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just on the road, but I guess I just spend too much time in my own thoughts, just think, overthinking things and getting worried. And I, I, maybe that's because, like, when I was sharing music before, I didn't have anyone listening. So when I put stuff out, there was not that many people on the other end, so it didn't really matter. I wasn't so worried about it. And now I have some people, a lot of people, that um, I care about what they think, and I don't want to disappoint them. So that to me was, like, um, probably the hardest thing. Also, I um, there was a... This is pretty personal, but um, I was... Have you ever listened to J. Cole? Yeah. He has a song called he has a song called Let Nas Down where it's like talks about, you know, how Nas was like, yo, you're the one. And then he put out, you know, Workout for me, which was like a little bit more pop. And then he heard that Nas was like, oh, that oh, man, J. Cole. But like, I, I can't believe he put that song out. Like, it's that's like that's not it, you know. And, and so he writes a song about how he was dis- he was he felt after he found out he let Nas down. And like I the whole time in my head, like having John Mayer find my music was like the coolest thing ever. But now in my head, I'm like, man, but what if he, what if I put out a song that he doesn't like, <laughs> you know, like he's going to hear it. That was like, uh, that was like added a lot of stress, but not in like a good way. I just don't want to let anybody down. But so does that pressure hold you back from even starting the creative process? Sometimes. Or, yeah. Do you find yourself... Then th- what is your standard of good now compared to before? Like, how do you know you have a record that you're proud of? Like, um, what is it within you that kind I, of... I don't. I don't really. That's why I send it all out to people because I'm like, I want to know what people think so I can kind of get a sense of whether or not the music is like where it should be. Um, and uh, it's hard to tell. It's hard It's hard to know when I feel like I've, I've, I've got the songs. At a certain point, the label's like, you have to put out an album. So <laughs> then, you know, then it's like, okay, time to wrap it up. I got to kind of go with the best of what I got. But I, it's hard. I, I don't know. I think also having, like, having Let Me Down Slowly was, like, really um, uh, put, it was cool. Um, but also I was like, oh, man, I'll probably never make a song as good as that again. Which is, I think, the craziest thing ever. But I, I understand. Mm. I understand that feeling and I get it. Right. But know something from the outside looking in from a genuine fan who's understood your work and has even listened to a lot of the new stuff that stuff that I hope makes it to the new album. Mm-hmm. You're 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 putting that in your own head. Well, um thanks for saying that. I appreciate it. I hope I hope that you're right because <laughs> I have this like uh it's like sometimes I I it was awesome. That's like everything that I always wanted, you know, and then in the back of my head sometimes I'm like in a session or whatever and I was like oh, I really like this song. And then there's a voice in my head. It's like, yeah, but it's probably not as good as uh, Let Me Down Slowly. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, which is not even my favorite song that I made. It's just, you know, I don't know. It just is what it is. But but because that's the one that got the streams and the radio play, you yeah. see that as the, the bar of success. But these stories are you, Alec. Is it hard to... I, I can't even imagine being in your shoes... Well, I mean, I'm in a, I'm, I'm like, I'm not complaining at all. No, you know? but I'm it's hard, like, dude. Like, even somebody critiquing something that is so there true are things to you. that are way harder than that. You know, I of can't course. complain about it at all. I'm not like, I'm not like in any way like, oh man, things are like, life is so hard. You know, I mean, there, it's hard for other reasons. Um, no, but it's the fear but, of judgment of uh, off of a piece of art that you've created that's based on what you've lived. 
Well, I'm lucky enough that I have the opportunity and an audience to actually like judge the music. So, because for a long time I was putting out songs and like no one was listening. So, like, um, this is a much better position to be in. But, you know, I suppose that doesn't mean that it, it, it doesn't come with its own challenges. And I think maybe that's one of them is just being a little bit concerned that your music is not going to live up, your new music is not going to live up to the music that you put out before. So are you questioning this new album that you've written or you're creating right now? Yeah, I question everything I do, though. So, like, I've never made something and been like, yeah, this is this is it. <laughs> this is the one. Like, this is perfect. You know, so that's just kind of like, oh, I can't cross my leg that way. All right, I need to figure this out. Yo, I can't. I'm actually, like, not. Whatever. I'm kind of small, but I'm not that small, but my feet can't even touch the ground. All right. Okay. I'm good now. I'm back where I started. <laughs> <laughs> which 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 is actually like sort of this small thing that just happened right here is like exactly like i'm trying to find a way to relate it to my creative process but it happens like that like i had a song that i wrote a year ago and then i liked it and then i hated it and then i made eight different versions of it and then i went back to the original version and someone sent it to me i'm like yo this one's pretty good like when did we do this one and they're like this is the first one that you sent in <laughs> like, oh, we should go with that one <laughs> you know what song are you talking about um, uh, I don't know if I could say yet because, hmm, well, it's a song, I can't say, but it doesn't matter, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what song it is. Why do I feel like it's at the bottom? It's not. Because you sent that to me twice, but like six months apart. Yeah, Or but four months apart, something like that. That's a song that I, hmm. I'm not, it's not that one. But okay. there's a lot of songs that I've done that on as, as like, as I'm going through the process. And it's rare, it, it, I never really just write a song and then I'm like, oh, this is it and it should come out this way. Are so, you happy today with Narrated for you? I give you a different answer every day, probably. I wake up some days and I really like it. But I was never really 100% like happy, happy with it when I put it out. I didn't think that it was like, there's some, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have a very uh, uh, complicated relationship with my own music. Is it hard to perform your own music because the relationship is complicated? Sometimes. There's songs in there that I go back and forth on and some that I didn't love when I put it out and some that grew on me later. And, you know, I'm I'm not really sure how I feel about it. But I, I think that I'm finally starting to be... I'm never okay with... I'm never like, oh, it's perfect, but I'm... There's a point where I'm like, okay, I'm at peace with the music that I'm about to put out now. And, like, I was at peace with that one, and I'm um, at peace with this one. But I never felt like there were songs that I wrote that I'm going to put on this next body of work that I saved. Um, I didn't put all of my favorite stuff on Narrated For You, because I, I, this will be, like, my real sort of statement. Like, this is the album album, and uh, I, did, I, I, I knew I was going to need to save some songs, so... I didn't put all my favorite ones on the first project. Because there was a period in your life where you were just writing a song a day. Yeah, I still try to do that, um, but it's it's not really possible to do that now. Yeah. Well, what do you write about now since, you, like you said, you're just sitting on buses by yourself all the time? Well, a lot about that, and hopefully in a way that's relatable to people. Um, because, like, I've, I think the last six to eight months for me, even though that so much cool stuff happened, I feel like it was emotionally, like, a very difficult time for me. Um, I'm not sure 100% why that is, but I wasn't really, I don't know. I, I don't know. And so that was like what the, my mind as a prison is about. And um, I only put the song out like a few days ago. Uh, and when I made it, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a, like a, you know, the stereotypical sort of singer songwriter love song. So I was kind of, didn't really know how it was going to be received. And I, I suppose that like remains to be seen because it's so early, but um the comments on the video are all people being like, I totally relate to what you're talking about. I I understand what you're saying. And to me, that was that was cool to see. I mean, it's not cool to see that other people are also like, you know, maybe struggling a little bit, but it was nice to know that I'm not alone and maybe nice for them to know that neither are they. The, the story is so vivid. And you, you kind of document this like internal struggle uh, said, even if it's true, no matter what I do, I'm never going to escape. I won't give up on hope, secure another rope and try for another day, said, even if it's true, no matter what I do, I'm not going to escape. I won't give up on hope, secure another rope, and try for another day. Like, it's, dude, it's very, it's a beautiful way to tell that story. Thanks. 
you're essentially trying to escape from your own prison. It's like you're Rapunzel and you're making, you're using sheets to like create a freaking rope to get out. Yeah, I just thought, I've heard that saying before, like my mind is a prison, so I thought it'd be cool to write a song about, you know, taking the metaphor a step further and just like sort of, you know, what if it was an actual prison, like trying to write the song about like a jailbreak because I always feel like I'm trying to get out of it. Someone will say to me like, or my mom will be like, yo, you should learn how to meditate or whatever and then, or you should, you know, exercise or do these things and then I kind of do them for a little bit and then I'm like, oh, I'm cured, you know, and then I have like another, you know, I fall off or whatever and then I feel like I'm right back to where I started, you know, right back in like the, the cell that I was in. Are you writing all these new stories alone? Um, these, well, I mean, I always write my lyrics by myself. Um, I have, I, well, I, I worked more consistently with like one or two people on this, on this, um, uh, album and they kind of just let me talk about the things that I wanted to talk about. Whereas before it was kind of like, I was just getting started and figuring out, you know, the best way to make my music. And I feel like I've kind of zeroed in, um, on at least the most enjoyable way for me to write my songs, and that's allowed me to be more personal. What is the right way? Is it to have a tight-knit group of producers around you so you don't have to get to know people um, every time? Well, I, I like to... I mean, the song, you know, I write some by myself, like, in my room and stuff, um, but, I mean, I work with this girl named Alex Hope a lot, um, and um, I feel like I write probably... And this guy named Scott Harris, he's cool. Well, there's, a, there's I don't want to like leave anyone out, but um, the people that I work with on this project, I feel really comfortable with, and they kind of just let me talk about the things I want to talk about. And um, they're like friends of mine, and they're amazing. And that was that's kind of like the best way for me to do it. Is OMG going to be on the album? Yeah, that's going to be on the album. It's a hit record. Oh, I hope so. I can't remember who I was just last December. What have I done? How did I get here? Mm-hmm. What are you reflecting on? So that's I was a uh, I came into the studio one day and I was like having a really rough day and um I think I was like sort of like taking for granted how cool it is that I get to come to the studio for work and I was like man I'm I looked around I was like this is so cool this is everything that I wanted and I'm not even happy and then I was like looking through my phone and I saw this picture of me like maybe a year or two years ago and I I looked thrilled you know (laughs) and so I was like Oh man, what have what have I done? How did I how did I end up in this position where I'm looking in the mirror and I don't see the same person that I was eight nine months ago, a year ago? Like, why am I not that person anymore? Um, and that's what that song is about. Have you figured out that answer? Um, no, but I'm working on it, and I'm 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 coming out the other end right now. I'm starting to feel much better, and so that's good. Um, and also getting to, I think one of the reasons why I'm starting to feel better is because I wrote these songs um and then um my one of my friends after she heard mine as a prison was like yo you know you can talk to me and i'm like i just did you know like i i put it in a song and you listen to it you know that's like that's all i needed and so i think that's one of the reasons why i'm starting to feel better because i i'm getting the songs out and it's like all these things that i wanted to express are finally like sort of like finding their way out into the world when in the last year did you write mind as a prison uh i think three months ago four months ago so really recently. Pretty recent, yeah. Yeah, definitely really, really recent. Um, this music that's coming out on this album is was written much closer to the release of the record than my last body of work. So sometimes I feel like some of the stuff on my last album, especially because, you know, I was uh, some of those songs were carried over from when I was signed the first time and songs that I had made for an album that never came out that I wanted to just, like, get out into the world. Um I felt like maybe those were like a sort of like a less mature version of myself, and this project is is a little more mature. Not any less real, though. No, not any less real. It's just a different. I feel like a different place in your life. Yeah, I'm well. I'm a different person. You know, I'm definitely a different person. That. Yeah, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. But I think in the best ways. I've known you for a while now. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah, probably like. Yeah, four years or four years. maybe a little bit longer. Wow. Like, okay, the violins on OMG are mm-hmm. fantastic. Will they Thanks. stay? They will stay. They're that beautiful. song I'm finishing actually this evening. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the th- the third or fourth song that comes out. Yeah. So I'm lost like Will Robinson, a rocket man in space. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I used to watch, um, what's that uh, movie? Um Lost in space. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lyric. <laughs> um, that the 
um, my dad used to say to me, he'd be like, uh, never give up, never surrender. You know, and that's like what they would say to Will Robinson. So I put that in the song. We'll see if people get the reference. I'm not sure. Who knows? Is that like the ultimate message from Mind is a Prison? That no matter how bad it gets, you can escape and fix it? You gotta just, well, I guess the message there is just like to sort of just, I don't know, what is the message in that song? I suppose, I I, I suppose the, the sort of like the, the glimmer of hope in that song is like you can't give up and you gotta keep trying to sort of get better and feel better. Um, yeah. I've also, okay, also a lot of this, a lot of this, um, not to get, not to go down this rabbit hole. I've been having, like, an existential crisis. Like, you ever wake up and just be like, yo, but, like, what is this? <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? But what fuels that? Is it It's never happened to me before. I don't know. I've never had that feeling. But some days I wake up and I'm like, yo, I feel like, like, one day I'm going to find out this is all, like, a, a game. This is not real, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, and so part of that song is also, I've been thinking a lot about like, do I have any control over anything that's happening in my life? And I, every time I try to write about that in like a songwriting session or whatever, they're like, yo, that's, you got to chill out. Um, but that was like, <laughs> that was my way of, wait, I had a, a meat stick well. before this and I feel like, can you see it? Is it? Okay. A meat stick? If, yeah. Like, you know, like a little like, like a beef jerky. Gym. Yeah. Not a slim gym. It was like a little more like. It was like a it was like a little fancier than a slim jim. He, he had some artisan <laughs> jerky in yeah. his hand. It was like it was like a it was like a uh I don't know what brand it was. But it was tight. It was <laughs> But I have I could feel this little piece of beef like right here. So if it drops down into my mouth and I swallow it, that's that's what it is. Um but like a lot of uh Okay, cool. I'm like not nervous anymore. Okay, I've been not, not, now. I've said it. I've been nervous this whole time. What? Why? I don't know. I just put a lot of pressure on myself. I like wanna. I don't know. I just wanna. I'm not sure. I think you just need to be you. What did That's I what tell got you? you here? What? The, yeah. Well. But what the f did I tell you the first time you were here? Hmm. I said, all you need to do is be you. Because well, you as know, long as you're you, you can't do oh, anything wrong. Did you hear that? Did you? <laughs> I cracked shoulder. my shoulder. That's yeah. not good. Uh, it felt pretty good. Um, <laughs> little ASMR for people who like that. They could put it on loop. You know, I, you know, I actually don't listen to ASMR okay. because to me, it makes me scared. Um, what? You know, some people, they really like it. Yeah. But to me, it, it makes me really frightened. I don't know why. Like, what? that's just the emotion that I get. But is it like a flight frightened or like no, a... No, it's like a... Like that, like that. Yeah. If I could... Yeah, I can't describe it. Like a disgust? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Wait, I had a point. What was I going to say? Why did I talk about that? We were talking about you just being you. You, I just watched so much stress leave your body. Oh, yeah, I know. I feel so much better now. Oh, um, cause, because you're like, that's what got you here. And, and, I, and I also, though, like, people will say that to me or whatever. I don't really feel like I've, that much has changed, you know? I, I always feel like every time I write a song, like, I'm trying to prove myself. I don't really feel like I've achieved the things that I want to achieve. So I don't really, I feel like the same person that i was um you know a year two three years ago i just am more tired now B by the way <laughs> i don't see any change in who you are as a person whatsoever that's why just being yourself in these types of situations will always be the dude you can't go wrong just being you because you still showed you up are, by yourself with a backpack yeah like not that's true that's true Alec, come on but in that backpack um i had a face cleanser <laughs> This is new Alec. This is new Alec. <laughs> this is and I improved. went to Walmart or not Walmart. I went to Walgreens and uh I bought those like oil pads for your nose cuz I get yeah. like oily, but I did buy the generic version. So oh, saving money. <laughs> yeah. So you're trying But to that is that's like the upgraded version of me, you know. <laughs> Less grease, more so, money. But I think that like that's what I kind of Oh, I'm trying it again. This is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I think that on this album, like, I want it to be, like, a little bit, like, of a step up, you know, production-wise. I think the last one was kind of still, like, all right, like, the, the backpack kid, you know, people thought I was, like, some people thought I was, you know, some people would sing my song 1994 and then be surprised that I was, you know, how how old I was, you know, and I'd be like, well, <laughs> but, like, I understand that because I put some songs on there that were, like, a little bit, fr from a time when I was a little bit, uh, I didn't mean to insult people who 
are bad at arithmetic. I was pretty bad at basic arithmetic, too. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I probably would have made the same mistake. But um, sometimes people, well, maybe because my voice is pretty high, but I want, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I want this next body of work to be, like, a little bit more intentional, you know? I feel like the last one, I was, like, still trying to figure it out. I had just been dropped. I wasn't sure if it was going to be, if it was going to work. Like, a lot of it was, like, I remember one of the mixes, we put the song together in the garage band, you know, like just figuring out how to make it work. Like this one, I want it to be like a little bit more, not any less personal or honest or whatever, but I wanted it to just be a little bit more like deliberate and, and well thought out. And I think that's hard now because I was touring so much and also the pace at which people release music and then it's the music crazy. is consumed. Um, it leaves you much less time. It leaves you much less of like a buffer period between when you write the songs, put them out, and when you have to make your new stuff. Um, and so I think that sometimes um, when I put out too much of a volume of music, um, the quality of the music is not um, really in as much of a focus. And I wanted this to be really focused on like, I wanted everything to be a little bit more thought out. Not that I didn't think about the last stuff, but I wanted to be more deliberate. This but by time. the way, like you hear that in OMG, like the the addition of the violins is a big deal. Thanks. I didn't I didn't I didn't produce the songs. I just wrote it. So, but yes, the production is on that song I think is really cool and and yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach Show. Yo, beautiful human. Real quick, I want to tell you about my brand of deodorant. It is called Native. And at Native, they create safe, simple, effective products that people use in their bathroom every day. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. And if you're not convinced, you should check out their over 9,000 five-star reviews. They're all from their customers. The stuff is formulated without aluminum, parabenes, and talc. It's filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch that absorbs the wetness. It's also never tested on animals, and you get free shipping and returns. If you're down to try Native, I use it, I love it, you should try it. If you're in the market for a new deodorant, you should try Native. They're pretty great. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code ZACKSANG during checkout. Zach Sang Show. You needing to write music to heal, being able to release music pretty quickly is a pro, right? Like Mind is a Prison, three, four months ago, you were writing it. Mm-hmm. And but now that it's out of you and out in the world. Well, I had some songs that I, f- I was supposed to put out some songs earlier, and I said... I didn't want to and I waited um and uh I put out a couple of songs that I feel like I'm happy I put them out I think I had bigger expectations for them um Jesus in LA yeah I now I don't I I don't know how I feel about that song anymore like I really like I really thought like I was like oh this is like this is the one you know I guess you never know but it didn't I don't know I guess it I'm not sure how I feel about it it's a beautiful song well thanks um and I put out the song must have been the win before that and I feel like uh, maybe I should have taken a little more time to wait to put them out or, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess I overthink everything. So this is why I wrote the Mine is a Prison, why it feels nice for me to have it out because I, I don't know. But did those two songs kind of lead you to Mind is a Prison, like personally? Uh, maybe they did, yeah. So maybe it was worth it, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I just want to make sure that on this because this is like my debut album and I've been working for 10 years on my debut album, you know, like trying to get a real album out, like that this is the one that I really sort of make my statement of who I am as a human being and like have no, I don't look back and go, oh, I probably shouldn't have put that song out or could have re-sang this vocal or changed that lyric or whatever. I don't want to have any regrets. So do you have a date? Uh, I do, but I can't give that to you right now. How, <laughs> <laughs> How far away? Um, beginning of, beginning of, of, not beginning, beginning, but like the end of the beginning of, of next year. Cool. So, but there will be like a constant flow of music coming out till the album comes out. So. What don't you like about Jesus in LA? Is it the production or the lyrics? Uh, I feel like art is kind of like sometimes, I don't know if this is right, but I feel like art is just taking something and, um, putting it in a different context and that allows people to sort of like see it in a different light you know maybe something that wasn't so beautiful before becomes something that you wouldn't normally think is like beautiful you put it you know you change the its surroundings and it becomes beautiful or whatever you know um and uh i think uh 
I don't know if I if I got all the ingredients right on the song. Mm. I think sometimes you know, like when you're a chef and you taste your own food and it tastes great to you, but maybe you didn't necessarily. Maybe there was like something missing that could have just put it over the top or made it better. Or, I don't know. Yeah, but that's a story that you needed to tell. That's a dish that you made for you. Right. You I can did. Do that. I do make it for me, but I also I also make it for other people too. Yes, but I think it's unfair to say that nobody connected with that record because I think there's a lot of people, dude, seeing that billboard in LA, people understand that story and I think a lot of people relate to those feelings. Like this mm-hmm. idea that you come to LA and you, you go after your dreams and mm-hmm. it's all hyped up and you're going to come here and it's going to be the freaking Holy Land. Right. But the reality of it is so much darker. Well, I think that um, some people thought that it was about like God, you know, and uh, which is not what I wanted the song to be about. And so I was like pretty adamant about the fact that people would, you know, that I had I had made it clear enough. You know, it's not it's not a fault of uh, the audience for maybe not thinking it's about something else. It's my job as an artist to communicate to them exactly what it is. Like if they don't understand, it's my fault. So I think maybe I somewhere in there could have made it a little differently so that it, it didn't come off that way. Th- there can't be any regrets here. I okay? think, <laughs> like seriously, it, I think it that got you to where you're at. I think that making music for me is like, I love music. Um, I, I like li- the lyrical part. I enjoy that more. I like, cause I, I think music is like my attempt to be understood. Um, and this is like me being like wanting to tell people how I feel. Um, and so, yeah, that's, um, sometimes I feel like, Maybe I didn't communicate properly, and then I look back and I feel like disappointed in myself because I just wanted to get my message across, but I didn't well, accomplish what I was set out to do. So, what message do you want to get across? Can I drink the- this water? How yeah. far away from the microphone do I have to be so people don't hear? People it? like ASMR, so drink it nice and close. This one's for you guys. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. What message do you want to get across with that song that you didn't? Um. I just wanted it to be a little bit about like feeling lost and like not necessarily like having your expectations met for what something is supposed to be. Um, Which and uh, is I LA think a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but uh, like my friend, my friends hit me up and they were like, "Oh man, I didn't know you were like you know making religious records now." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm not." <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Not that not that there's anything wrong with that. I just I'm just not, and so. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. There, I, I don't know how somebody can miss. I was also in a weird place. Oh, sorry, it's, I need to hit this. It's it's okay. Okay. Yeah, better apologize <laughs> to the headphones. I have to burp. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I I don't know. I was in a weird place when I released all that music. Um, I wasn't really. I've, I found I have found that sleep is far more important than mm-hmm. I had first. Uh, and I anticipated I, that didn't make sense. But I also <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Dude, I think it was a combination of sleep, but you were also dealing with fame for the first time ever. I don't. I'm not famous. Like, there's not, that's not fame. No, I'm serious. Dude, shows to a lot of people. Of course. Yeah, but, but that's like, not fame. Like, I feel like there's a difference between like, like Justin Bieber is like famous. Yeah, you know? but you don't think in your subconscious or even in your conscious that you have to deal with like, dude, getting up on stage in front of a, a festival. I've seen you at festivals. Yeah, but I mean, that's like, I don't know. And also, when I think of fame, I think of like Ellen DeGeneres. Because she's the first person that popped into my head. <laughs> Are you saying you can still walk around outside and not be bothered and noticed? I mean, some every you know, I feel like it's happening more frequently that people will come up to me and just be like, "Hey, like I love your music," but that's nothing. Bo- doesn't bother me. It's not like people are following me to the bathroom or something. You know, it's never uncomfortable. Um, well, maybe it wasn't fame, but the idea I think of it's success. Just like a little bit of recognition, is, like maybe is all it is. You know, that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't never. That's a that's a thing. I never. I don't feel like things are that much different i feel like i'm still starting from you know square one and i gotta prove myself and um i don't yeah i don't know i'll tell you actually what has been i don't know why i keep trying to do that i'll tell you what has been there we go what has been <laughs> difficult back to where you started? <laughs> what has been difficult uh for me has been just like sort of figuring out the whole social media thing that's hard it i don't i i like doing it but uh, it um it it sometimes makes me sad. What is as, it? As you smile. Well, yeah, it makes me sad sometimes. But is it lack of likes that makes you sad? Yeah, is that. It- I mean, if I'm gonna be hundred percent real, and I know that it sounds um, I know that it might sound uh, I don't know, 
I don't mean to like sound shallow or yeah. anything like that, but you know, like sometimes, yeah, or a mean comment or like, you know, if something doesn't perform as well as you thought and then like one week, you know, like people like your pictures the next week people don't. And it's just like, it has a, an effect on your, on your brain totally. like a little bit. And I have been struggling with that. And also just like the access that it gives you to look at other people's lives and compare yourself. And uh, I think that has made me feel very low, probably more low than than anything else. Um, maybe that's the reason why I feel like I don't, I haven't achieved very much um, because I'm always looking at other people, uh, and uh, it's hard in sort of what I do to not like be on social media. And it's 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 stupid for me to say that because I should, I don't feel like I should feel that way, but I do. You're not alone in those feelings. I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure that a lot of people feel this way, but uh, it's... Um, it's crippling. It's crippling, and uh, it's hard to talk about because I feel embarrassed by by it. Don't. Um, but that has definitely, like, had an effect on me emotionally. Does that kind of... If you equate that to success, are you now working on figuring out a new definition for what that means? And Because mm. y- you shouldn't... Social media can't be the be all end all. Well, I'm just and trying it's not. To, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I sort of just uh, just take it a little bit less seriously. I mean, at the end of the day, you're a victim of an algorithm. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of it doesn't even come down to somebody choosing to not like your stuff or liking it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I don't a victim even need to, to I don't even need to rationalize it or like you know it is it just is what it is. It's I just uh, it that has being on 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 my uh, phone a lot more. Has uh, I think had an effect on like how my brain operates. It's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you still know, have shows all the time. You don't sleep a lot, and then you kind of on your phone all the time, looking at a screen. And then, um, yeah. Also, what's weird too is like you know one day you could you know I live with my my mom and dad, so you know it's like one day you're at John Mayer's house, and the next day you're at your mom's house, <laughs> you know, and like <laughs> it's like there's a very big disparity between those two things. Not that being with my family isn't like a desirable thing because it is and it's what truly fills my heart um um but not that the other things i'm doing don't fill my heart they do too um but uh, there's like a very high highs you know and sometimes it can even make just like regular sort of life seem like it's not enough yeah like you're not living like you're up not, to what you could be exactly and where you were mm-hmm so that, I think, has, like, a weird... Your brain is not really, like, programmed to deal with those kinds of sort of ups and downs. I totally understand that. Will Alec and Alex make it onto the album? Which one is that? Uh, it's, it's probably just... Well, I wrote it with Alex, so it could have been It could have been a lot of different songs. You, you could have just... <laughs> that could have just been the name for it. Okay, I, well, I think it's probably it, what I titled it, but I don't know what song you're talking it's about. It's a love story. Um, is it called The Book of You and I? Yes. Oh, yeah, that is. That's definitely... It is... So beautiful. Thank you. I wrote that actually two years ago, um, and then I wasn't going to do anything with it, but then I listened back to it, and my mom told me I should, and she, I think she was right. Oh, I like the song. Phenomenal. What's in, it about? In a nutshell, it's, a, it's about a love story that you yeah. say it started for you at 16. I'll tell you what it's about. <laughs> um, it's about, um, it's about I had, my first relationship was in... My was in high school, like freshman year. So I was actually 14, but 16 sounded better in the song. So I <laughs> I did that. I wasn't lying. It's just like, you know, it's a poetic license. Um, but um, uh, I was dating, dating. I couldn't even drive a car. So um, we were together. We went to the mall. We went to the mall together like three times. Um, it was really cool for me. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and, um, I remember we were we were together sort of towards the end of our freshman year and then summer was coming up and she said, well, you know, I think that it'd be better for us to sort of be apart for the summer. And I said, me too, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and in my head I was like, no. Um, but she was like, when you get back to when we get back to school, we can, ha- you know, talk about getting back together. And I was like, all right, cool. So we got back to school at orientation. She came up to me and she was like, by the way, I don't think that we should really be together anymore and I was like me neither you know <laughs> but like my my heart was broken and I feel like I never I never said my piece so that song is me being like saying my piece 
And yeah. You essentially write a whole story of what you could have been. Yeah, I love that. That's probably my favorite chorus that I ever written. Not for I don't know if it's like the catchiest thing I've ever done, but just lyrically it I feel like I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. And it's quirky and fun and the words tie together in a way that I, I like. Can you recite a little piece of it? Yes. <laughs> um it's the lyrics are Don't tell me that it's over, the book of you and I that you've scrib- or now you've scribbled out my name and you've erased my favorite lines. There were so many chapters that we never got to write, like cereal for dinner and staying up all night. I remember where we started. I remember how you looked, but now I'm missing bits and pieces from the pages that you took. You didn't give a reason. I'll forever wonder why we never got to finish the book of you and I. Beautiful. That's right. Right. Yeah, I like I I I like it. I like how it, it's bookended, <laughs> and it's bookended by lyrics that are talking about a book. And uh, <laughs> that, to me, like, it makes me so happy, <laughs> you know? And this That's, is about a story that happened, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, yes, it is. But still, I think about it. Are you going to share that song with her? Do you know where she's at? Actually, I know where she is, and she's married. So, <laughs> And then I wrote another song about it called Now She's Getting Married. And, okay, she'll probably see, maybe she'll see this, I don't know. But I remember I hadn't talked to her in a while. I'm not trying to throw her under the bus or anything here because we're like still friends, you know. But um, we hadn't talked in a while, and my friend Elena heard the song that I wrote. Now she's getting married, and obviously my friend knew what uh, I was talking about. So she goes, "I'm going to send this to, you know, I don't, I won't, I won't say a name." She goes, "I'm going to send this to um, her," and I was like, "Oh, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you didn't." Um, she's like, "Well, I'm going to do that anyways," which is what best friends are for, you know. They like to embarrass you, and so she sent her the song, and then I wake up the next day and I get a message from girl and she's like oh it's just thinking about you like you know how are things <laughs> it just randomly popped into my head i was like oh for sure <laughs> um i don't remember what your question was <laughs> uh, you could share it with her but she oh yeah it. oh so point being is she'll probably hear it yeah my friends will probably send it to her so she she heard now she's married um yes and now it's the next follow-up yeah that was written before now she's married um this was written after Got it. Yeah. Maybe you can sing this at her wedding for her. Yeah, I'm sure her husband would be thrilled. She's, <laughs> I mean, well, she's already married, so if she, if she gets remarried, maybe, you know, I hope I hope that I don't. That was a terrible thing to say. I'm not I'm not hoping that she gets divorced. That wouldn't be cool. <laughs> All right, <Sure>. next question. <laughs> Do you have time nowadays for girlfriends and dating, or are you too busy? Uh, I'm sorry. Do you have time? <laughs> I'm getting a call. I have to. I have to. No, just kidding. Um, I can't. I. Next question. No, I'm just kidding. Um, a little. I got some time. I got but, some time. So, like, now that you've realized—not realized, but I think you've always known—but like, you were reminded of it fairly recently that living is the key to inspiration, and that's the key to art flowing. Do you mm-hmm. feel this need and this motivation to live your life? I do, and actually, that's one of the reasons. That's why I've been happier. I've been living my life a little bit more and just like, you know, I remember on the last tour, I was, um, we, we went to all these amazing cities um, that I'd never been to before. Um, and um, fr- my friends would be like, who I was touring with, they'd be like, yo, do you want to go around and go check out the city? And I, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go back to my, my, um, my bunk and send some emails. I got work to do, you know, and I missed everything. And on this last tour is the first time where like, we met a couple of people just hanging out um, who lived in Paris, and they were like, do you guys want to hang out and we'll show you around the city? And I was like, yeah. And we stayed out with them, like me and a bunch of the guys from the tour. We stayed out with um, we stayed out with them until like 5 a.m., and we walked around the whole city and got to see everything. And, like, I was exhausted the next day, but I was really happy that I did it. Um, I, was, I just lived, yeah, and I got to see the place which is like what's the point of doing all this stuff and traveling if i don't even get to see it you know by the way i have a lot of friends who it took one or two tours for them to realize that okay well so don't this is same yeah i mean but now i'm like really happy that i that i did it but i'm always afraid though like i'm always afraid that everything that i've sort of built is going to disappear if i don't keep you know working so i'm like oh yeah but what is work if not living and then writing about it well I'm starting to know the value of living and having things to write about. That should be your only focus. I say that with love. Do you get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know that's not like that's easier said than done when you are a music mogul who should be at PDD's parties. (laughs) Music mogul. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. Yeah, well, I think that you're right. 
And uh, before I was thought I knew what I was talking about. And I was like, nah, man, I just gotta, just gotta work like it. And I think there's, I do, but also I, I realizing now that it's important to take care of my body and to also take care of like my heart and my soul and like go do fun things that fill me up and then I can write about them. Demons, will that be on the album? That will be on the album. I also have a fairly interesting relationship with that song. I loved it, then I hated it, and then I liked it, and now I don't know. So, <laughs> Who are you singing to? Um, hmm. Well, uh, it's about just like having sort of these issues that you're dealing with, and it's about like the one person that you can kind of count on um, who maybe they don't understand necessarily what you're going through, but they're there to support you and they don't ask questions. Um, and uh, even sometimes when you take them for granted, they still stay by your side. Um, and that's what that song is about. And I have a few, that song is sort of for a few different people in my life. It's not just one person. Um, but at the time, I had someone in my head, but I won't say their name. <laughs> I've got all these demons hiding underneath. Nobody can see them. Nobody but me. But you're the reason um, that keeps, keeps me from diving off the deep end. Yeah. That's what, that's it. I mean, do you, do you share this with that one person? Because that's a heavy thing. Oh, like, uh, yeah, I did. And do they appreciate it or they go, oh, that was a lot of pressure? Actually, do you want to know the truth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a girl that I liked and I sent her the song and I said, I made this for you. And she said, wow. And then four months later, she forgot I, She forgot about the song and then I made it for her. <laughs> so I did, but it wasn't necessarily received the way I thought it was going to be received. So <laughs> whatever. It's okay. What was her feedback? Wow. Um, well, she was like, I like that song that you sent me a while back. Um, uh, she was like, oh, oh man, I can't remember what happened exactly, but I do remember. I was like, yeah, but I sent it to you. Like, don't you, you remember? Like, I sent you this thing, or she was like, oh, no, I, 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 I swear I'd remember that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I probably, you're right. You probably would. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but but you definitely sent her that song. I definitely I definitely did say that it was for her. <laughs> but it's okay. Do you think she's embarrassed? You don't want to like. Oh no, it's okay. No, I don't think she's embarrassed. Um, it my my goal was not to embarrass her, and I hope that she doesn't get mad that I said said anything about it. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It wasn't upsetting to me. Yet. Anyways. I, you lived. I only cried for a little bit. So, <laughs> did you? You did cry uh, about that? No, I didn't cry about that. Okay, but cool. this year, also, without saying too much about it, I had some. I had a family member who was sick, um, and uh, like, like serious. Like it was a serious thing. They're okay now. Um, but having to go deal with that at the same time, while I'm doing all this work, was really hard. And being away from home and not being able to be home um, while they were. You know, going through stuff was hard for me. Do you write a record about that? Um, a song about it? I think that the struggles in that are reflected in this album, a lot of them uh, came from that, but I also wanted to respect the person's privacy, um, so I didn't put anything about it on my album. It's interesting to see from the outside looking in, you know, you're out selling out shows, traveling the world, making music. I would think you're living your best life, but you're in here saying, like, no. It's not it. I mean, I'm grateful, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but uh, I just, I think that, well, I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to, like, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not looking for pity or to say that, like, I'm not, I'm, not, like, that I'm going through some, like, crazy stuff or I'm complaining because that's not the point. But I, I suppose, I guess you don't, I think every. I don't know. I guess that's kind of one of the things about social media, too, is that, like, everybody is putting, like, you know, their sort of things on mm -hmm. on on the Internet and just showing you, like, the best pieces. They don't always really talk about the things that they're going through that are maybe sort of troubling them. And so that's what I wanted to do on this record is just be a real. Yeah. Caught in the Middle. Mm -hmm. That was the name of the tour. Yeah, that was because I was going to put Jesus in L.A. and Demons out, and it was supposed to be, like, between heaven and hell, and then I never released the song, so it didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, was it not still the name of the tour? It is still the name of the tour. I just Which, don't think anyone understands why that was the name, but no one ever asked the question. Yeah, but so. <laughs> now it has a bigger meaning to me, now that I hear about your relationship with tour. And... See, this is the wonderful thing about art, <laughs> is that, like, everybody gets, like, a, a cool 
um, can get a different meaning out of it, and they can derive their own sort of meaning. And uh, had you told me that that was your interpretation before you brought it up, I would have said that's what I meant, <laughs> and I wouldn't have told you that. <laughs> but I suppose that maybe it was maybe that's why. I feel like a lot of stuff goes on in your subconscious and your conscious, and like I, I feel like the universe. Everyone's. Yeah, I, I agree with that, mm-hmm. but I think your that stuff comes out differently. It manifests differently. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I've been thinking about that stuff a lot. Like you know, how much how much choice do I have in all of these things? And you know, when I when I'm you know, if you ask me a question and I'm like thinking about it, you know, I get you ask me something right and. And I get served up these options in my head. And it's like, okay, well, you could say these three things, you know? And it's like, but that's not, like, those, like, you know, you don't control, like, you know, like, these things are just happening, you know? Okay, there's, like, a whole I, other wormhole that we don't want to go into. But, yeah, that's been, like, troubling me a lot, too. Because then I'm like, oh, but if I don't have any choice, and what does all this mean? And So you you think we're living in, like, a simulation? Is that what you're I, don't to say? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Come on. I don't know. We're not living in a simulation. I think the universe um, works for you, but you also have decisions, and you can make choices. All right, right. You you don't you don't feel like you have controls control over your own choices. Well, that's what mind as a prison is about. It's like you know, um, it's like can I say the lyrics? Yeah. Uh, it's like I don't live in. Oh wait, what is it like? I don't live in, wait. Oh yeah, I don't live in California. That's not where I reside. I'm just a tenant paying rent in this body and I, inside this body. And I got two windows and those windows, I'll call them my eyes. I'm just going where the wind blows. I don't get to decide. And that's like my little sort of like, okay, I know it's like no one's going to want to hear me go on this whole thing about free will. But that's my little like, you know, tip in my hat to like <laughs> talking about free will. And like, I don't always feel like it's my choice. No, but even okay. Because I never, I never wake up and, like, choose to be in a bad mood, you know? Sometimes it just happens to me, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish I didn't feel like this, but I just do. But what is the one thing that should stay consistent? What do you mean? Like, even if you don't have free will to feel the way you feel or to be put in the positions you've been put in or to whatever it is, mm-hmm. shouldn't there be, like— I don't know if that's the case. But, but, but even if it is, like, what is the one thing that's consistent? Well, the only Writing thing that I can do is I can just— I'm going to act as if I do. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter, you know? <laughs> when This is what happens in a tour bus when you don't have uh, anyone to talk to, you know? You go into these deep YouTube wormholes and sort of, like, you know, think about this kind of weird stuff. Um, so <laughs> so what is your purpose in this large video game that we're living in? I have no idea. I don't know what my purpose is. I wish I knew. If I knew, that would be pretty cool, but I don't. Do you, do you know what my purpose is or your purpose is? I think your purpose is to write songs that are relatable and to entertain people. You're the entertainment of the video game. And what's your, what, what is your, what do you, how do you? What is mine? I know that's a big question. Just, mine hasn't, I haven't figured out my purpose yet. Okay, okay. Well, I know your purpose. I don't know my purpose. Okay. I don't know if your purpose is, I think it's to entertain, but I think it's to share stories in different ways. I think it's to create these vivid beautiful stories that people are gonna think i'm crazy after having watched this uh <laughs> <laughs> maybe no. i'm maybe i'm a little crazy i don't know i mean who isn't yeah that's true like, that's on. true no but i i think your purpose is deeper than just entertainment i think you tell very relatable stories that we all that you tell stories that everybody has gone through and can feel and understand um and you tell them in very different ways i i think uh Aesop's Fables is the only thing I can really compare your stuff to. Oh, thanks. It's very deep. That's so. really cool. Uh, I yeah. have, I have, um, I think like the thing that is always like um, maybe is a struggle for me a lot of the time too is that I love, uh, you know, I, I also have a desire to, I, le- I love pop music and I want to write things that are catchy, but at the same time, I, I also want to talk about things that are important to me. Um, that are not necessarily sort of the things that you would talk about, you know, traditionally totally. in a pop song. And so I'm trying to get that balance right. OMG. And I and yeah, well, I hope I hope that one of the songs on this next album uh, is one of those that will sort of speak to a wide audience of people, but address a topic that is important to me and maybe not necessarily one that is. Um, widely discussed you're gonna have it i and hope I, so and i do think you've had it already but it's gonna it, it's getting stronger and stronger and mm, i think thanks. that's a balance and a muscle right mm-hmm. like it's formula but it's also genuine true storytelling and 
art that you don't want to sacrifice, but you want to put it in a certain way so it could reach the most amount of people and have the most impact. Right. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're like a, you're just cooking up stuff in the kitchen, and, you know, I've kind of gone, like, tasted it a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, it tastes good to me. You know, it's right temperature, and then I'm going to, like, feed it to other people, and they'll be like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or they'll Or they'll like it, you know? We'll see. Well, speaking of that quickly, I just want to ask one question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever sent John something that he did do that to that you're like, this song's great, and you sent it to him, and he's like, no. He is always giving me uh, the best feedback possible, and um, uh, I try to only send him songs that I'm proud of. So, <laughs> so um, But he liked Mind as a Prison and was like, I love this song, and I am using that uh, chef analogy because that is the one that he used and he was like no matter how messy it gets in the kitchen you know you came out with like a great dish mm. and so i was like tight i'm gonna put this song out first is that the <laughs> most impactful piece of feedback he's ever given you i've learned so much stuff from him it's hard for me to say which one has the most value and i also haven't lived a I haven't lived long enough to know which one will have the most value to me in the future okay so, so i get that it's good it's a good political answer yeah i just don't know i don't know I there's it. so many things is there something that, like, he's bestowed upon you that you feel like you lean on? Well, he said the sort of a similar thing. Um, it was just like, just do you, you know? Don't try to be someone else. Yeah, so. Final thought? I think we covered it all. We really all right. have. Hey, Alec Benjamin. Thank you for having me. Hi. And thank you guys for always, like, giving me a place to to come and share my thoughts and, and everything. I appreciate it. For as You long, guys are the best. For as long as I exist... I can't wait. I'll be playing your music and sharing your art, and you have an open whenever you want. Oh, thanks. I love you with every fiber of my being, and I can say this, that you are truly one of my favorite artists to ever exist. Thank you. Your music is beautiful, and people should listen to it if you haven't, but you probably have. And, uh, yeah, dude, your music's beautiful. Thank you. And don't uh, let the mainstream hooky, catchy, you know, get in the way. All right. (laughs) You're figuring it out. All right. Hey, thanks. Love. Cool. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.